You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro, and I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me. It's been a great morning so far, and we've got more greatness coming up. But if you've missed any of what we've already covered, you can always check it out on realpresenceradio.com on our podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Just check us out. You can check it out and see what you may have missed already this morning. It was a lot of good stuff. But we're moving right along to Amanda Vernon, a full-time recording artist and author. She's going to be joining us for the Redeemed Conference. Good morning, Amanda. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure getting all ready to come up and visit <laughs> and uh, Fargo. I have my parka hat <laughs> and ready to go. I'm glad you have a parka. <laughs> so tell the <laughs> listeners a little bit about who you are and where you're at and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I'm a full-time recording artist and author. I live in Phoenix, Arizona with my husband, David, and our four young children. They're 5, 7, 9, and 11 years old. And uh, music is how we support our family full-time. It's also wow. how we share the joy of our Catholic faith. So this weekend, I'm going to be flying up to Fargo from Arizona and uh, joining you for the upcoming Women's Conference. Beautiful. We're so excited to be having you in Fargo at the the Redeemed Conference. It's going to be such a joy. So where did your passion for music start from? My passion for music definitely started in my family growing up. I grew up in a very faithful Catholic household. My dad's an ordained deacon now, and I, my mom works for the church as well. And they they taught me like music hand-in-hand hand with my faith. So it was always something that went together for me. Like if I was going to be singing, I ought to be praying too. And it was so integrated with our church experiences as well. So I think it makes a lot of sense that um, that was the foundation that really uh, got me started in this career and, and ministry, really. So then thinking back to, okay, you're a kid or you're a high school kid, when did you know mm-hmm. that... You had a talent that could, you know, be public, that you could share right. publicly with everybody and, and make a living off of it, you know? How did you know that? Or when did you right. come to know that? Well, looking back, I I see that it is really connected with receiving the sacrament of confirmation. In the moment, I didn't, I didn't realize it was unfolding that way, but now I can really identify, like, the summer following the sacrament of confirmation. I was 14 years old. And I also started going to adoration, Eucharistic adoration, regularly at that point. And it was this burning desire on my heart that I had not been able to recognize or identify before, but I just, I knew deep down that I needed to do music and that I wanted to to use music to tell people about Jesus. And so now I realize, like, oh, like, that's so clearly a gift through my confirmation and it's so wonderful to see how how the Lord inspired like my heart that way and, and really made a way for those dreams to become reality now. So talking about your music, do you write any of your music? 
Yes, yeah. So most of my music is original, uh, original compositions. This weekend, I'm going to be teaming with the Vigil Project, so I get to sing some of their beautiful worship hymns as well. But I'll I'll also be giving a concert keynote presentation tomorrow evening for the for the Diocesan Women's Conference, and so I'll be sharing some of my original songs then too. Beautiful. Can you give us a little behind the scenes view? of your process on how you write music? Oh, sure. Uh, you know, some people will ask, like, how do you, like, where do the ideas for songs mm-hmm. come from? And definitely prayer. I mean, the quiet time of reflection and being in the scriptures daily is what inspires all of my songwriting. And I would also say that I, I grew up in the, in the tradition of gospel spirituals. So these songs that originated mm-hmm. in slavery in the United States. And that, the pattern of those songs also really inspires me too, which is like praising the Lord even in the midst of suffering, claiming victory when you can't really see the finish line of the race that you're in. And so that's definitely the pattern for my songwriting. And then I would say once I have the idea of what I want to talk about in the song, which comes through prayer, then I always write the the melody and the lyrics at the same time. So like the song and the words come together at once. Amazing. What a talent. What a gift. Beautiful. So you're going to be involved at the Redeemed Conference, and you mentioned you're going to be singing, and then you're also going to be doing a keynote or a speaking? Yeah, so kind of all at once. (laughs) So we call it a concert keynote. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like my life is a musical. Join me, everyone. Um, So I'm going to be... So the theme for the entire conference is Trusted Sister. And, mm-hmm. uh, but on Friday night, we're going to begin by really reflecting on our role as beloved daughters of God. And so my presentation that I'm going to be giving to kind of kick off the event is called Inside the Father's Gaze, and uh, being in the Father's Gaze. And so it's that idea of receiving this look of unconditional love from God our Father and Sharing some of my personal experience with God and then inviting those who attend to really open themselves up to to being in that gaze as well. Wow. So not only are you an amazing artist, singer, but you also, you have a great speaking ability and then you also do social media, podcasts, scripture (laughs) reflections, and you have time for children. Yeah, tons of children just as a, you know, bonus. <laughs> <laughs> bonus. Well, um, I'll say that I'm married to a saint. Well, he's a saint in the making. I'm helping him become one. How <laughs> <And laughs> lucky for him. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. So David, my husband, he's, he is my manager full-time. So that is his. He doesn't have any other job that he does other than support me in my job mm. and this ministry. Beautiful. So he manages everything behind the scenes, all of that. You mentioned social media and our podcast and all these different projects that he has. He oversees and makes sure all the details are in order. And then he also, when I'm on the road, manages the children. So I would say he probably has the harder job of the two of us. <laughs> yes. But that's how it's working. <laughs> Absolutely. (laughs) Well, so let's talk a little bit more about your your presentation at the Redeemed Women's Conference. You were talking about 
the father's gaze um, on mm-hmm. us. Um, mm-hmm. What do you want women to walk away from that talk, knowing and feeling? Right. Well, I hope that when women hear the talk I'll be giving, the being in the father's gaze, that they'll be invited into a deeper moment of prayer. Because the, the, the whole weekend is going to have many points of prayer and even in adoration, which I mentioned has been a wonderful prayer experience for me in my life as well, so that they could feel welcomed to mm. be, like to be seen as they are, right? So I think, at least for me, I went through a time in my faith where I thought I had to quote-unquote, get ready for prayer by, like, getting my act together first. <laughs> like, okay, like, I'll pray once I'm not so messy on the inside. Let me just think about things and organize my thoughts. And it's like, <laughs> once I realized um, that the Lord already sees all of that, and not only sees it, but loves me where I am, mm. that was, uh, then, then prayer could be a refuge for me rather than something that was another task another project that I needed to work on. So I really, I really hope that the women who hear this presentation will be invited into that, just like that open embrace and prayer to show up just exactly as they are. Mm, Beautiful. Well, and I think I love, I love thinking about our father's gaze upon us. Um, Just because the, I think that concept was a newer concept to me maybe five years ago. I had never mm-hmm. thought about our Lord's gaze upon us. You know, it just is, mm-hmm. it was an abstract thought for me. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, I'm going to ask you when you first realized um, mm-hmm. God was gazing at you and what that did for your life. So we're going to take a quick break. And Amanda, uh, we're going to come back with more uh, Real Presence Live right after this, folks. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Does someone who takes their own life automatically go to hell? I'm Father Chris Alar. In 1993, my grandmother took her life, and for years I carried this burden because she committed a grave sin and had no time to repent. But the church states that certain mental conditions may reduce the responsibility of one who takes their own life. You are only eternally lost if you die in an unrepentant state of mortal sin. And for a sin to be mortal, three conditions must be present. And one of those conditions is complete free will. I don't believe many people freely want to take their life. So there is hope for their salvation. To learn more, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. I grew up on the East Coast. Uh, my mom and dad were pretty accomplished in the things that they did out East. And uh, But my mom, she um, decided that she would be a stay-at-home mom and uh, left her her position um, actually with the CIA 
Anyway, she um, was really committed to her family, and she was just the most fun mom, and I learned so much from her on how to be a good mom, uh, just with her patience and her perseverance and the love and joy that she shared with me, and so I cannot thank my mom enough. And on the flip side of that, my, my husband's mother uh, was also one of my best friends, and so I really had the, the trifecta, you know, when you think of... Uh, you know, my childhood family, the family that John and I have, and then the family I'm married into. I have just been truly, truly blessed. This is Tim Rivinius from Corpus Christi in Bismarck. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Carroll, and I'm your host this morning for Real Presence Live. We're having a great conversation with Amanda Vernon. She is a full-time recording artist and author who will be at the Redeemed Conference, which is going on this weekend, starting tomorrow night in Fargo. She's going to be doing some singing for us and then also presenting Being in the Father's Gaze. And right before break, I had told her that when I had thought of being in the Father's gaze for the first time, it was an abstract thought. I'd never thought about what that was like. And I had asked her if she can remember the first time she thought of that concept and what it was like for her. So, can you share with us, Amanda, what that was like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, a couple instances come to mind. And the first is kind of learning the phrase interior gaze which is a line mm-hmm. from John Paul II's Theology of the Body. And he says, he, he's describing the first time that the first man sees the first woman ever, right? This is so epic. This is so romantic. This is like, like he's like, you're the one for me, literally the only one, you know? And so yeah. <laughs> John Paul II says they see and know each other with all of the peace of the interior gaze. Mm-hmm. And, and so he describes like, you're looking at another person, but you're not just seeing what's on the outside, but you're seeing who they are in their soul as well. And so that really was such a poetic and inspiring idea for me. I I was, I was 21 when I first read that. And then shortly after I was, I was dating my um, boyfriend who is now my husband, David, and we danced together for the first time. It was like at a church, there were all these like married couples dancing and then we were up there dancing too and I just remember this moment when David was looking at me and it was like he was so happy to be there in that moment with me and he really saw me like who I am on the inside and he loved me and later that that evening as I went back to my house I was thinking like oh that that's what they're talking about the interior gaze so so fast forward to today we have these four beautiful children and I'm watching David in his role of fatherhood and I see that same love, like that same gaze of like unconditional love and like really seeing the person and, and accepting them and I and I, oh, it's just been so beautiful to grow in that belief that like that that's a little glimpse of how God the Father looks at us too. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That that's amazing, beautiful. Thank you. Oh my God's brother. gaze. 
<laughs> yeah, right. If we could only imagine, right? I mean, just, mm-hmm. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on in your world. You have a lot going on. Um, you're going to be at the Redeemed Conference this weekend. What else do you have going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so coming up this weekend, not only will I be at the conference, but I also get to stay in Fargo a little longer and visit Holy Spirit Church right in Fargo. And uh, I wanted to invite your listeners as well, if they can make it. I do have a family concert that I'm offering to the community this Sunday, March 6th, at 3 p.m. It's at Holy Spirit Church. And so if if you're listening and thinking, like, oh, well, I have family as well, and they would like to hear this, then I'll invite you to, to bring them. I'll be speaking a little about Theology of the Body and then also this, this Lenten season that we're in. Um, beyond that, <laughs> I'm as you mentioned. You mentioned that we're updating social media regularly, and I have a podcast called We Should Pray. But my main my main offering to our community, the community that really champions my ministry and my family's outreach here, is um, it's called Amanda Vernon Patrons. So there's a community that supports our work by. Um, becoming a sponsor, essentially, on a monthly basis. And then, in turn, we send them weekly scripture reflections written by me and then new music every month as well. Really? Well, that's exciting. So where can people find out more information on that? Yeah, so people can visit amandavernon.com slash patron to learn more. And there's some videos on there that kind of explain the process. And uh, then I'd be really happy to, to send them new songs and to stay in touch. Beautiful. Well, any last thoughts about the Redeemed Conference and what's going on this weekend that you'd like to share with the listeners? Sure. I would just say, you know, when we were off air just now, you mentioned that uh, that you first learned about being in, like, the, the, the gaze of God, mm-hmm. like, from Catholic radio. So I just want to yeah. say that, like... <laughs> That the Lord is working through this medium, and it's amazing to think how He's working right now, and that maybe there's somebody whose heart is really stirred, and they're like, wow, I actually have some availability this weekend. I could go. And so I want to talk to that person who's thinking, like, is this for me? Maybe not. Maybe it is. I want to say, yes! (laughs) The Holy Spirit is, is alive and working here, even in our ideas and the movements of our hearts. So I'll invite you to say yes if you if you feel that prompting in that call this weekend. Absolutely. And it's not just for people in Fargo. We can travel and make it there. And um, you don't have to be from <laughs> yeah, the Diocese of Fargo. <laughs> Midwesterners, like, we love to drive, right? I'm from Michigan. <laughs> I, I grew up in Michigan, so I know. We'll oh. be like, 14-hour drive, no problem. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can make it in a day. That's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's you how we now. gauge things around here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Amanda Vernon, thank you so much for joining us and looking forward to your singing and speaking this weekend at the Redeemed Conference. Um, It'll be a joy and bring your parka. Okay. Thanks, Heather. We'll see you soon. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Amanda. All right, so tomorrow we're actually having a really big show, and Eli's going to share a little bit about that with us. So, Mr. Eli, are you ready for sharing time? 
Hey, uh, I can be ready for sharing time. Uh, I just have to pull up the uh, the sharing time site because I don't have that. You're right like, in front this of me. isn't officially the sharing. You're time two Heathers. minutes early, Heather. Come on. I know. <laughs> but no, you're That's right. We do have a, a good show coming up tomorrow. Um, we're actually going to be hosting that show from the Redeemed Conference here in the Diocese of Fargo. Um, so you'll want to tune in for that tomorrow, nine to eleven a.m. Central. Nine to eleven a.m. Central. There we go. Uh, Roxanne Solonen and Doreen Canelli will be your hosts coming to you from the Redeemed Women's Conference. They'll visit with Jennifer Anderson from Redeeming Grace Counseling about why we should make time for Catholic fellowship. Plus, Dr. Kenneth Flanagan, also from Redeeming Grace, will tell us what he's looking forward to at the Redeemed Women's Conference. Plus, Brad Gray and Jenny Corsmo from the Diocese of Fargo will dive into that theme of the conference, Trusted Sister, and what that means. All that and much more coming up on tomorrow's Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. All right. Thanks so much, Eli. And we've been talking a lot about the Redeemed Women's Conference here at the end of the show. Um, And if you are interested in joining the conference up in Fargo, um, you can go to fargodiocese.net backslash redeemed. Um, and they give all the information. It starts tomorrow evening, March 4th, and then goes all day March 5th at the Fargo Delta Marriott. So um, go ahead and hop online to fargodiocese.net and you can register. Great way to start off Lent. I mean, just perfect. So we have had such a fun show today. It was supposed to be Monsignor Schumacher, and I got lucky and got to take all of his guests. He had to do a funeral, so we'll pray for the repose of the soul. Um, And just, you know, the blessings that God has given us already this Lent. So if you've missed anything, we had Bishop Kagan on from the Diocese of Bismarck. We talked a lot about the Stations of the Cross, why we're encouraged to pray this devotion, and a little bit of the history of that devotion. I found it very fascinating. I'm a history buff. Um, And so if you wanted to take a listen to how the Stations of the Cross, um, other than the original Stations of the Cross, were created. Um, take a listen to the Bishop Kagan interview at 9 a.m. And then uh, we had Steve Ray on. Steve Ray has started a new section. He went through the Creed, and now he's going to be going through monthly with us the Book of Genesis. And so you'll have to uh, keep your eye out. Um, Usually we try to put him with Monsignor Schumacher, and Monsignor Schumacher usually hosts the first Thursday of each month. So we're trying to get a rhythm down for our hosts. So Monsignor Schumacher slash Steve Ray, um, hopefully they will be on um, together because they just have... They have a bromance. I mean, what can we say? They have a bromance going, and it's okay. Um, (laughs) But they will be the first Thursday of every month, so you can always look out for more Steve Ray. Today we covered Genesis 1 through 11, so if you want to get caught up on that before next month, you can go to realpresenceradio.com and find our podcast there. And then we talked with Darcy, who talked about servant leadership, how you can participate in your parish. Then my mom crazy linda was on she is fantastic and gave us a million ideas for lent so if you needed ideas for lent go check that out and then amanda vernon who will be presenting and singing at the women's redeemed conference this weekend in fargo march 4th and 5th um so great things check out the podcast 
Um, we're going to continue to bring you more Redeemed Conference information tomorrow. We're going to be broadcasting live from the Delta. going to be an exciting show. We always love to get out and about where the activity and the things are happening. So we're excited to be broadcasting from the Delta tomorrow morning. Um, so hope everybody has had a great Ash Wednesday. Today's the first day of our our Lenten passion, you know, the give up, whatever, and I'm doing good. It's 11 o'clock and I've, I'm still on task. So hope the rest of you are on task too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Caro. I'm out of Sioux Falls. And I hope you have a blessed rest of your day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.